Welcome back to Learn Up with Impulse Creative. Uh, this is the podcast that helps you better understand HubSpot. Uh, check out updates, some use case, real world use cases. Uh, should I or should I not be excited about this update? All that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm your co-host, Dan, with my amazing co-host, Josh. Josh, <laughs> greetings. How are you doing? I, I just have to say, we probably I should have probably thought this through. Um, yeah. A little behind the scenes for everyone. Um, we recorded our pilot just moments ago. Yeah. Um, and I didn't change my, my shirt. I should have changed my shirt ahead of time. Ah. So you thought this was a different day, but I always like to bring people a little behind the scenes. I saw Dan yeah. took his jacket off and I was like, that was, that was so smart. Well, so <laughs> I, I said it was cause I was getting warm, but my real reaction is I have to have a, a you know, yep. a costume change. No, yep. I'm, I'm like Beyonce. I just gotta have many costume changes. Um, for those listening, uh, you're like, I don't care about what you're wearing. But for, or maybe you do. That'd be a weird thing to care about. But <laughs> for those watching, yeah, you. My background hasn't changed. It's still almost Christmas uh, season yeah. here for us. So, um, yeah, there you go. So, Josh, uh, our first full episode. So, for those listening, welcome back. For those who have never heard what the heck this show is, welcome. So, learn up with Impulse Creative. Uh, I'm excited to get into a couple of updates that really kind of piqued my interest recently. Um, I know you got a couple too. Yes. So, are you ready to ready to dive in? Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's do it. Why don't you share uh, one of your first ones? Uh, let's, so, let's, what are you excited about? Yes, the one that I am just like super excited about. Uh, we actually we just did a, a learn up or a lunch and learn with our our internal team, and I talked about this. It's uh, we have a product at at Impulse Creative that is um, Hub LMS, and I as an onboarding specialist, I help um, teach people Hub LMS. And one of the hardest things for people to grasp and to teach is uh, the membership side of HubSpot. Um, and through that process, there's so many variables in that, um, learning it from me, um, understanding it, but then also we need the end user to understand that process as well from the get-go. They don't get any learn up or anything like that. They just need to understand it because we've all been through registrations and we've all been through memberships. Um, but a lot of time, there's a lot of end user issues. Um, so in HubSpot, um, if you have multiple people that um, have registered or haven't registered um, for your membership, um, you had to do a manual update of um, resending that registration email. So the beautiful thing that happened and it has brought so much joy to my life is there is now a workflow in there. Um, and it, I believe it is still a beta. Um, but there is a workflow to resend registration emails to someone. And it's just a button that you have to click. Um, and through that button click, you then um, set some parameters around that. Um, if someone hasn't registered within three days, resend them that registration email. And then you also have another follow-up of um, if you sent that first one and they still haven't registered, uh, maybe a week later, resend that registration email. Um, so if anyone has dealt with uh, memberships or anything of that nature, they understand the need of this tool because sometimes you can enroll a list of people um, accidentally. Um, I've had where people have rolled thousands of people accidentally. And you then if a thousand people don't register, you have to manually send that registration email to a thousand people. Mm. And that's a task in itself and no one wants to do that. So. Uh, thank you, HubSpot, for this wonderful, wonderful tool. Um, cool. So, 
I'm excited about it. Um, it takes less off my plate, less off other people's plates. And it's just so useful and something that probably should have been here for a while, but we finally yeah. got it. It's so funny how simple it feels on our end as end users. Like this should have been there forever, but yeah. man, how much work went into that, right? Like, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's funny. You say that, that sending an email to every single person, a thousand people is a, I'd be on Fiverr looking for help. Like, no, yes. thank you. Yep. <laughs> no, thank nope. you. Um, Hey, intern. love that. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Oh, the, and all the interns went, Oh, don't say that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so one of the ones I'm excited about is this, uh, new functionality in workflows. So, you know, I've been using HubSpot since 2010 and workflows have been there from the beginning. Uh, and they've, they've stayed mostly the same in the, in the last six months, they've changed a ton. And I've seen in, in HubSpot community, some people complaining about it. Um, I get annoyed sometimes as the old man on the block, like stop changing my yes. stuff just to change it, <laughs> get, get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> But there's some really cool changes. And one of them that I'm excited about is this uh, split branch in HubSpot workflows. You could always do a branch, an if-then branch, this kind of thing, right? Based on value, based on if-then, whatever. But now there's this random split. So you could take a branch and split it 50-50. Half of the folks go to A, half of them go to B, or 25 and 75%, whatever you want to do. And here's the use case for it. So uh, I'm going to pick on sales for a minute here love my sales professional uh, colleagues. No problem with salespeople. Um, and also sometimes salespeople think they have all the answers. And even though we have our, our thoughts too, as marketers, we have our feelings. We're like, let's just get some data behind it because we don't want to make this awkward and like argue, right? So here's here's a scenario. Sales says, look, you've got this campaign going out, um, a series of you know 10 emails, helping them through the process. And eventually you say, talk to sales. That's too long. I know that my people who talk to me, it only takes one or two emails and they're ready to talk to me. Marketing says, yeah, yeah. But the inbound philosophy is to educate, right? Give, 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 and then extract value or offer value, whatever. But you give more. And sales argues this, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're ready. Stop making them wait. Now, one of the things you could do is in your emails, put a, a PS. If you want to skip to the front of the line and talk to sales, go ahead, click here. That's fine. But let's put some data behind it. Take your campaign and you've got your 10 emails. And after the first initial email of like, here's your download or here's your webinar or whatever it is, uh, you send them down the, the marketing route. Here are the 10 emails. And maybe in a few of them, you say, PS, talk to sales. But then over in the B, you send half to that one. The other half, you send a more aggressive approach. Uh, the very first email is, hey, you've downloaded our ebook or whatever it is. Uh, talk to sales. Got questions? Here's a link to, to get a demo. By the way, here's some more value if you want it. So you could flip the script and give them value as the PS, talk to sales as the, the main storyline. So uh, that's one way to use that random splitting. I'm sure there are many others, I'm sure. But that's, I think that's a huge one. No, and I, our idea of the show is to give people um, use cases and um, just more context to these tools. I, I'll, I'll be openly admitting when they came up with that and we saw that, I was like, what is that for? And you gave me that scenario. And I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah, I get the tool now. And that's why we're doing this. So while you understand that this is a product that they have brought out and an option for you, um, having that use case in, in that scenario is just so much more useful. Yeah. Um, so you can be like, okay, well, I, I see that use case for it, but let me take that idea and use it as my own. And it's, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Inspiration. That's what I, you know, I don't have just the answers. I'm hoping to inspire. I think that's yes. our goal here. I'm not yes. learn up with a boss creative. Love it.
Sure. What's what's another one you're excited about? What's another? Uh, I think I'm not alone in this aspect of the one that I like. It's same object association. Um, and I know a lot of people have been wanting this for contacts because um, I believe it was early this year, um, January, there was a um, products to come that they had. Um, I think HubSpot does it every year. And in that, they gave the example of, well, um, we have some daycares that, that use HubSpot and they need to be able to um, associate contacts together because we have the father, the mother, um, and we have the child. Um, so we need to be able to associate these people together so we understand, okay, this is a family um, without having the need of um, a new object. Um, we already have these objects that can do the job itself. Um, so let's associate these contacts together, um, be able to see who is an actual family together um, instead of having that new object of family object with the family last name and then you associate those within the family because that was the workaround that we had before. Yeah. Um, but also I think about the opportunity that this gives for healthcare mm-hmm. um, of associating things as well. Um, I, I immediately go to family, but if you do have um, same objects or, or, or something like that of um, custom objects, how you can associate things together as well Yeah. Um, in that. The only thing I will say is I wish HubSpot will, and I'm going to put this out there. Can we get a not custom coded um, workflow of associations? I would love mm. for that to happen. Um, and then this tool would be perfectly amazing to me. So what do you mean by that? Um, on that a little bit. So right now you need to have um, operations hub in order to custom code um, associations. Um, so if you needed... So the use case for me was, again, Hub LMS. We need to be able to associate um, multiple objects in order to um, create a, a new, what's called a MyCourse object in Hub, in Hub LMS. Okay. Um, so if someone goes and takes an event and they don't want to um, take a course, we don't have a way of um, creating a MyCourse record. And if we were able to associate um, in a workflow, the contact and the course that they took, um, we could then um, create a my course record, and all that information um, would just automatically happen instead of manually having to do that um, process. So that's why um, I do want to have that workflow where you can manually do it without Operations Hub. Right now, Operations Hub is a little bit of a uh, it's uh it's a hard thing to wrap your head around a little yeah. bit. I, yeah. I still can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but yeah. Um and and when you talk about like having to have custom objects, so like family or household or whatever yes. that looks like, um, those are only available at an enterprise level. The enterprise level, yep. Yeah. So that's I mean, that right there is a huge expense for a lot of companies. They're like, I, I can't I can't afford enterprise. I don't need everything. I only need this one thing. So this is a great way. I used to use um the company object for that. that's that's the workaround right like for most b2b company is the business that the the human works for right that makes sense but let's say you're a a pool cleaner and you're trying to see who it is you're talking to right you've got a a family there uh, a couple of you know spouses whatever that looks like um just roommates maybe who knows uh you 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 tie them to a company which is the name of the household i guess the address i don't know it's such a cumbersome clunky workaround this now associates 
the people to each other. So I love that. Yeah. And then you have to think about we, a lot of people come to HubSpot because they want to clean their data. HubSpot yeah. is very good at having clean data and then not having that solution uh, makes you and forces you to not have that clean data of making a family, a company, and then associating them to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Same object association. I imagine there's a lot of use cases for like same object association for deals, right? Here are two deals that are associated. Yeah. You, you all right now, before this, you could only associate them to a company or a contact, but now you can associate them to each other in some way. So I think that's great too. Awesome. Good Man, use case, Josh. Uh, I got one for you. So I'm going to go back to workflows. There's a brand new thing that just launched uh, just this week that we're recording. Whatever, whenever you're listening to it, it might be a little bit older, but this is really cool. Um, reusable action sets. Okay. So in, and then this is at a, I think this is enterprise level. I don't think this is as low as professional. So you may have to look at your tier in HubSpot. Uh, by the way, we'll include maybe in the show notes, a link to where you can see everything laid out as to what's in what tier. Uh, but anyway, uh, enterprise level. Now here's, here's what you can do an action set. Imagine this. Um, I've created workflows where after the trigger, the first thing I do is I, as I add a, a delay of 15 minutes, I just give myself a little bit of breathing room. When I, when I turn it on, I want to have that, that moment. Uh, the next step is to change contacts to a marketing contact. Uh, then maybe I want to delay till a time of the week or something like that, a day of the week. That action set is, I mean, it's easy to build. Let's be honest. That's not exactly rocket surgery. Uh, but that might be a set that I create that is just a templated thing that I can save. Or maybe it's, I send my first email and then I wait five days. And then I check and see if they clicked the link that they were supposed to click. And if they did, I go down the next step. And if not, I send this like reminder. Again, not hard to make, but it takes a few minutes yeah. If I've never built it or if I'm teaching somebody else how to do it, what if I just had a, a template basically of like a module that says, here, use this action set. That is action set. You can set up long, complex branches. You can create common patterns, right? Like emails with delays, like I mentioned, or you can create custom coding actions that you don't want to have to build every time. You can save it. It reminds me of like the email function that you can just save a section. Yep. Dude, it seems so simple. Again, the developers of HubSpot, thank you for doing this. I imagine this was not easy. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. But on the users, on the UX side of it, it's so easy. I love that. So that's a great one and a simple one to talk about. So there you go. Yeah, and I also imagine um, we've all had that one where we just couldn't get that workflow to work correctly and we just worked through it and worked through it and worked through it. And it was probably something simple that we're going to forget in, in the future. Um, so in that case, you can say, I worked so hard on this. Let me save this for the future. Um, so if I ever need it again, I don't have to go through that brain power and I can just drag it and, and use it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Excellent. So random split branches, uh, the, the new membership functionality of a simple button to resend the registration email, uh, same object association and, and the action sets and workflows Four big updates in HubSpot, uh, just in the last few months here of 2023, um, and some use cases for you. So good stuff, Josh. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for all of it. Um, like you said, we can slow down on changing how things look a little bit. Sometimes. Um, but it, it's, <laughs> I, I will never tell them to slow down on giving us new features because they're so useful. And so um, the one thing I love about HubSpot is they listen to the customer and they, they love to take their feedback and use it for their products. And so I'll never say stop because everything they're doing is amazing. 
Um, it's just, again, that old man feature of us of get off my lawn. I, I, I love it how it was, but then I also love how, where it's going as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, and, and I had, so I, I have full trust at HubSpot. Like I've been yeah. using it for so long. I love the, the, the company, the people at it, the leadership, like there's so much that I trust, but they're humans. They don't I always get everything right. But I, I have so much trust in it that when things do change and I get annoyed, I'm like, okay, hold on. Assume positive intent. I'm sure yeah. this was for a reason. And, when I, and, and a quick story, a quick anecdote. When I saw people, uh, somebody complained in HubSpot community about the changes in workflows, I chimed in and I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I feel that way too. And I also trust them and I think that thing, good things are coming. And so, you know, and we had quite a few people on that, on that thread. Dude, the product manager of workflows came in there, saw it and was like, hey, let's chat and set up one-on-one -on -one meetings with each person who commented. And there weren't hundreds, of course, but like there were quite a, there were like a dozen of us. Yeah. And she met with each one of us. She took time to just ask me questions and listen. And it helped. It's funny because it was almost like a therapy session. <laughs> As I'm telling her what's <laughs> annoying me, I was like, now that I say it out loud, I'm like, I sound like a whiny little punk. <laughs> she goes, no, no, no. I get it. Like, there's a lot of changes. How can we better help you with that change management and get that information out to you? Is it like all at once or is it, you know, dripped out? Like, what is it? And I was like, I, I don't know. Um, but we talked through it and it was a great conversation. And so hundred percent agree, man. They, they yeah. definitely are open to, to hearing from us. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Excellent, yeah. Josh. So there you go. Learn up with impulse creative, uh, a nice little episode there, some updates for us. Where can folks uh, connect with us? Definitely uh, impulsecreative.com. They can go there. They can also, um, as we said last episode, um, you can uh, rate us on um, Apple Music um, or wherever we are, um, whatever platform you're listening to us at. Um, but mainly impulsecreative.com. You can go in there um, and find out what we're about, uh, what impulse is about, and find out about all our amazing humans there. Lots of resources, lots of ways to connect with us. Uh, if you've got a question about HubSpot updates, let us know. Uh, information is in our show notes on how to contact us directly. We are around to help. So, Josh, always fun to chat with you, man. Yeah, definitely. We're doing the little dance. The, yeah, do the little, little shimmy. Yeah. There, you, there go. you go. For those <laughs> only listening, you might want to go to our YouTube channel and see that. Definitely. Cheers. <laughs>